R. Kelly is smiling somewhere. God are we recording? We are. No, we've yeah. been recording for about a couple minutes now. <laughs> I walked in since, yeah. you, since you walked in the room. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good morning. Uh, this is Slappercast episode number 50. 50, big five zero. I just turned 50 this year, so it's great. What a coinc- what a coinky dink. Who's that? <laughs> I never haven't heard that voice before. Yeah? yeah. This year or was last year? Well, I mean, it's September. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. you and I are roughly the same age. Nice. Rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we have a very special guest here. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Use the <laughs> uh, And we also have some news to announce, along with the presence of this guest. Uh, his name is Eric Hughes. Eric. To Eric C. Hughes, actually. Eric C. Hughes, yeah, ECH is. ECH. Yeah. That's a lot of people call him. Yep. Um, he is one of Houston's, if not the most sought after uh, drummer in town, at least by my estimation, from what I've observed. It's uh, very kind. First time I, th- I saw you play, I think, was when, uh, I think you're sitting in with Beatle. At least the first time I can remember seeing you play. Oh, probably, yeah. I've but done I mean, a few Beatle gigs over the years. I can't remember when that was. It was a long it was time the, ago. It was the second like, time you were sober. Can't yeah. even remember. It, I don't yeah. know. It was probably one of the nights that we were, like a Thursday, or, well, obviously it was Thursday, when we were playing playing there, I think right right after Beatle. Oh, okay. Or maybe, I don't well, know. That was, a long, that was a long yeah. time ago. Though. Yeah, it would have yeah, been. Yeah, first time I saw you was in the Vanilla Ice cover band. Remember where you were trying the thing with the shaved eyebrows? That was really yeah, cool. And, and we, but we changed the song because we wanted to appeal to them and we called it Nice, Nice Baby. Oh! Yeah. And, then, and then you rewrote the thing to do, 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 Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. That was really cool. Then you could call it your yeah. own. Yeah, that way you we could say, well, no, it's yeah. not quite like the Queen thing. It's more like the... Yeah, the queer thing. The queer thing. <laughs> I like it. The, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Get used to it. That's very cool. Yeah, so Eric's here and uh, yeah, Eric C. Hughes, Chad's dyslexic. He doesn't like the C word. But we... Uh, we, <laughs> we uh, yeah, we've we've known him for a long time, and we actually took him with us to uh, up to Nebraska. We did a festival up in Greeley, Nebraska, <laughs> and after he after he uh, swore up and down he wouldn't get back in the van with us, we just threw a couple of M and M's in there, and he was in like a light. So uh, so 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 we've we've known Eric for a while, and he was nice enough to sub for Mike a few times when uh, Mike got sick, and um, and yeah. other time when he was having the baby and whatnot. So. So we had the uh, we we so we played with Eric before, and uh, God, it just seems like the last two weeks we haven't done anything else but play with Eric. Yeah, I mean, not, not 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 but play. I mean, except play with Eric. <laughs> but play. so yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. Anyway, let's just uh, I I gotta I gotta I gotta go fix my hair. Let's just call it a day. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Start off at the bottom. That was good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, uh, Eric, um, apart from from being, uh, you know, uh, and, and it was a big, sorry, it was also a big deal that that Mike had, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, call Eric, you know, like when we were, you know, when we were out, when he was down and he couldn't do the show, I call it. So, so that was pretty cool. And we, like Chad said, we'd seen him play with the band, with bands before, and uh, and uh, yeah, a just great, great. Be great feel, and then uh, you know we just happened to to uh, to call him up. You know when when uh, Mike, you know Mike had to start the start start his new career, and uh, so we were able to call call Eric and just you know hey come fill in, you know check it out, basically you know give it a run, see what you thought, and because Eric Eric knows us already, and uh, uh, Chad and he not only get along but they, they actually play really well together too oh. so it was a 
plays well with others. Yes. It's the, <laughs> the slogan. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. I told Chad just the other day, we were, we were just, I think we we're talking about some kind of businessy kind of thing about logos or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and he was very complimentary. And I said, well, actually, since the first time I saw you guys, which I can't remember when that was, I was like, I want to play in that band. Yeah. So that's really cool. Weird. It's like, it's like, it's yeah. like, there's been times in my life when I've seen certain people and I, and I so, sort of thought that maybe I'd want to play with them. And a lot of times it's come true or, or, you know, I've had the opportunity to play with people that I've admi admired or, um, you know, a lot of bands have a lot of history and especially in Texas. <clears throat> and, uh, you see these people all the time and you're like, Oh, that'd be, it'd be fun to play with them. And I remember, I think after that trip to Nebraska, it was hard to, it was hard to go back to whatever <laughs> I was going back to. Yeah. Cause it was just so much, I mean, not only was, were, were the gigs super fun, but the hang was, you know, the hang was killer as well. So that, so that was, you a, can, yeah, that's the it, hardest part about this business. If you can hang with your, with your, with your, your bandmates, then you, you're, you're, you, you got it made. You, you know? I mean, that's most of the yeah. battle, right? Yeah, I mean, so just being able, cause I remember we stopped in, uh, we rented this house in, uh, in Oklahoma, which, uh, I didn't know they had houses in Oklahoma, which was a shock. Weird. But it was a really nice one. It was like five, six, seven bedrooms and huge deck. And uh, was that in, in, a, in, a, in a park like or a something? State park or state something. State park, like yeah. yeah. So it was one of yeah, those It was, it was right. one of those monster cabins. And um, uh, I think Epstein even had a room in there somewhere. Oof. But uh, it was, uh, was, I took that room. And, mm -hmm. um, but I remember that night because we, uh, we had got to, it was really our first time you know, captive audience, everybody really in the same together. driving from here all the way up to there. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, and mm -hmm. being able to sit and chat much like this, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, like obviously without the microphones in our face, yeah. but, um, that, that night, to, I, I, you know, didn't know then, but it was setting off alarms. Like, you know, this is, you know, because one of the great things about Mike and Wes, um, is wonderful to travel with, meaning you're, I mean, many, many meanings. There's so many avenues that, that, that come off that road. Uh, not, not be, being able to, to hang with the, 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 the ADD slash cat, like slash, you know, just all over the map, dark, dark, dark humor, you know, uh, potty humor, uh, just every kind of political, every kind of humor, being able to stay in that, stay in that flow and keep it going, you know, cause we, we really, yeah. we, we really had people in the van. Like, huh? Well, yeah. You know, and that's, mm -hmm. uh, so, and, so that was, that was a great, that was a great experience that, that night. And obviously, and, uh, Eric and I live kind of close to each other and we've, we've had, we've had many cups of coffee, uh, just, just, just to hang out. So this, I, again, there's so many things that brought us. So, so I, I want to ask you a couple of questions oh, too. N not, yeah. <laughs> this is, um, he's he's putting his now. Now the podcast actually fucking starts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a seat belt on 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 the couch and he's he's strapping it on. I would say it's he's a seat belt. It's it kind of a five point harness that's keeping yeah. me hostage. Right, it's now. all right. I'll take the I'll take the gag out. I mean, the <laughs> the ball. Uh, anyway, so um, uh, I want to ask you a couple of things because, mm. like Chad said, we'd seen you play a, a bunch of different shows, and I and 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 the 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 array of tricks that you have in your, in your, you know, your drumming, you know, arsenal. Uh, I was floored by left-hand drummers. Uh, just, they, they intrigue me anyway. Cause it's, it's, 
why is this? Why is it so hard to? It's, it's not hard. I, it's I, just, I, I love it's like watching right-handed, but flipped around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, how did you? Did you just come up with that? And, uh, it's me, <laughs> Phil Collins, and Ian Pace. The only no, three no, no. There's no Phil Collins. Left no, no Phil Collins. He doesn't play Ian drums Pace. anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ian Pace yeah. Was, was smart enough not to yeah. walk in front of the kit and go. I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> I don't drum anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's all. He, that's a long story. He's all fucked up physically. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. um, but he. uh I mean, just again, it, it, it's cool because I I always fancy myself as a drummer. I don't have the the uh, patience, but you you got the huge arsenal of of uh, tricks and you know stuff. But but like every every great drummer, you don't put it in every song. Lars Ulrich, you don't put it. In, you know, you don't. You know what I mean. You don't put every single lick, and, and it's and it's really fun to watch because when it's time, it's and, and it fits the song. And it and it, but it's cool. Yeah. And and so that was one of the things that Chad, Chad and I had ma- m- mentioned many times about how. So so I, I just wanted to ask you again your 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 list of influences and what when did you start that? Kind yeah, of it's stuff. weird. Um, so I guess I started when I was about ten or eleven, whenever I was able, old enough to join the school band, like um, like the, the way they did it in my school, my school, my town, my hometown was in Colbert, New Hampshire, very far, way north in northern New Hampshire, kind of on the Canadian border. That is very kind of small that. town, 2000 people. And, but you know, we had a decent sized band program, I guess maybe 30 or 40 kids, which is big for a small town. Yeah. Anyway, they came to the middle school and, and, or whatever grade I was in and they did a little concert to kind of get us amped up to join the band in the middle school next year. And they played the Mickey Mouse March. Right. And I, I, I'd, I'd liked drums for a long time. And, and, um, and, uh, I'll, I'll jump back a little bit. Eight years old actively listening to music. You know, my dad owned a drugstore that sold records and cassettes. And so, so we had a lot of music at home, you know, but not really conscious of it, just like listening to it and enjoying it and not really thinking about it. And we were actually went to Europe for a couple of weeks to visit my uncle and just toured around Europe, just, you know, like families did back then. And, uh, we were in Paris at this hotel and, uh, Remember, we had just eaten breakfast. Mom and dad wanted to linger over a cup of coffee without any kids. So we went back to the room and it was kind of like a courtyard hotel and it was summertime, windows are open. And the maids are across the courtyard cleaning the room. They get the windows open and they're cranking the radio. And it was the song called uh, Birthday by the Beatles. And uh, it gets that middle section where the drums go chucka, chucka, chucka by themselves, you know? You know, the song is, it's, it's an okay song, but. When the, the drums played, I stopped in my tracks and I was like, what is that sound? It goes on a while, that section. Yeah, it's like Unusual, eight bars yeah. or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And uh, I just stopped. And I was like, what is that sound? Yeah. And that's when the drums really, really grabbed me. Yeah. And I turned to my brother and go, hey, who, who's, who is that? Because he was older. He's like, oh, that's the Beatles. Dad came back up from breakfast and I said, Dad, when we get back home, can you buy me a Beatles record? Taking it from the store. And he came home with this... <laughs> thing called rock and roll music. It was the weird, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. With, it had like the thumbs painted on the cover and it's like a really bad painting of the Beatles and it's like the the label on the record is like a Coca-Cola glass. It's like the Beatles, because back then Capital was just throwing everything and, and, Beatles yeah. out that they could to make whatever money they could off it. Anyway. Right. So listen to that record, played, you know, played tennis racket, air guitar, even though I wanted to play drums. Finally got a little Sears and Roebuck drum set and just started wailing on it. I was in the school band by then learning how to read music. And I just said, I want to play, you know, drums for the rest of my life. So Ringo was obviously an early influence. Mm-hmm. Then being a kid, you know, at that time in the late seventies, you got into Kiss because they were such a spectacle. And I, I enjoyed 
you know, I enjoyed Kiss for a long time. And then I got a little bit old and I was like, what's this Black Sabbath thing all about? You know, dun, right dun, then. Dun. Um, yeah. I started, I joined, uh, my, my brother was older, a couple of years older, and he was playing with some kids in high school. And I was about eighth grade by then. And I was playing drum set. You know, I had this little rinky tinky drum set from pieced together from parts. And like, we had like a dinner fork was one of the Tom mounts, you know, cause the Tom, <laughs> was like a U bracket. So the, it taped a dinner fork to the arm to keep it. It was ridiculous. But, um, anyway, then I started like learning more about metal music and, and got into like all the, all that Led Zeppelin, Judas Priest, Sabbath, of course, Dio, the Dio era is my favorite black Sabbath. I appreciate all the Aussie stuff, but there's no Aussie, no black Sabbath. But, and then got into Rush for a minute, you know, I know Neil Peart just passed away and everybody's talking about Rush. So got in a rush for a little bit. And then I started to realize, oh, there's more than just four, four time out there, you know, yes, and yeah. that was one part of it. But then the older I got, the more I appreciated songs more than drumming. I was always a fan of drums, always a fan of drummers. I still am, but I liked songs. So whatever song I liked, I'd end up liking that drummer, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so a lot of my influences are with like, who, who's your favorite? Well, I like Richie Hayward from Little Feet. You know, I like Levon Helm from the band. You know, I like, you know, Rick Monk from Matthew Sweet's band. I like one of the Charlie Quintana that played with Self Distortion for a little bit, you know? because I like the songs that they played on. So to answer your question in a roundabout way, I always think about what's the best way to serve the song. You know, a lot of guys today, excuse me, especially on the internet, when you see drummers do um, what they call drum covers, which I fucking hate. Yes. I hate, like with a passion. I'm with you. Come look at my new drum cover on YouTube. Fuck you. I have a gig tonight. You know, I'm actually working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're working at just being some schmuck on the internet. Yeah, um, which is fine. That's just the way things are going. I understand it. And, and our, our friend Chris, uh, sound guy from the from the uh, Continental Club, he he said it best too. Somebody had put it was one of those drum covers, or you know, you know, you know, watch Grandma play, you know, Necrophilia by Slayer, you know, and he just wrote so, and it's exactly right. I I don't care what they. You know, they're playing for the song. That's what you were doing. That's what caught Chad's eye, what caught my eye, what caught the, you know, playing for the song and vers versus the, the guy that's just, hey, look, look what I learned. It's, it's, you don't play four bars of the intro and then start soloing. You don't, play, yeah. you don't solo over the verse. You don't solo over the vocals. Somebody wrote those words for a reason. They want, they're trying to tell a story. Yeah. No matter, yummy, 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 or, you know, raining blood or, or whatever the song yeah. is, you know, they're trying to tell you something Yeah, and you don't fucking solo over the, over the words. You know? I, I, I agree. And there's the, a reason why fills come every eight bars or the fills come in between sections because they're leading you. The fill takes you to that next section. Yeah. The fill takes you to the course. It takes you to the bridge. It takes you to the solo. Yeah. Now, now sometimes, I didn't mean they're up, but sometimes, oh, right. especially in a solo section, it's fun to kind of interact with. If you, if the soloist hooks on an idea, it's fun to kind of go with that idea. And I went to school for jazz and played jazz for nothing, exclusively jazz for three years. So I'm, I'm not saying I'm a jazz player because I definitely put that away once I join a, a rock band again. But the idea of that shared improvisation can be kind of exciting too, if it's, if it's done correctly, you I, know, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I couldn't, I, uh, there's a, there's another drummer that said, uh, uh, and I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm botching the quote and, I don't, can't remember the drummer either, 
So kind of useless, but he, he said that he was, he, you know, he listens to singers and guitar players and bass players. He said, you know, because chances are, he says, I'm going to be playing with those guys, not another drummer. And I thought that was just, just so simple. But oh, I just, just saw that the other day. Who said that? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's a brilliant quote. I'm not brilliant, gonna be it is drummers. a brilliant quote. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, yeah, I, again, we've, 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 gone over so I, i've thrown so, so god start at the beginning start so we've been in the studio with eric we've uh we've cut a few tracks already and uh worked really quickly i thought for for, for the time we were in there yeah uh, well, yeah well it helps that eric <laughs> eric is one of those musicians is they're a rare breed that actually does his homework <laughs> which we've encountered very few well you're a rare bird sir that's a when I moved to, so I moved to Texas in 2001, I moved to Austin and somehow, you know, end up getting a gig and I got a gig with three guys that were like, and the Sunday night, kind of like a jam band, they would play country and blues and rock and soul music, but all instrumental. But all those three guys were like playing in like five other bands around town. The Saturday, the Sunday night thing was just a chance to kind of like play for themselves and yeah. have fun. And I think we made, I think we got paid a drink at the bar and whatever was in the tip jar. So sometimes you made wow. money. Sometimes you didn't make money. Sometimes you went in the hole or whatever, but it was just a fun. And that was my very first gig in, in Texas was playing the Sunday night jam. But after that gig, all of a sudden the phone started to ring and people were like, can you come and play? Sure. And they sent me a set list and I was like, well, I want to be prepared. I want to work more. So I would, you know, find the songs if I didn't know them and, and make charts or make a set list and put down this song does this and this song does that. And the more phone calls I got, the more shit was thrown at me, especially when it came to original music. Yes. Like a lot of guys would be like, well, I'm a singer songwriter in town. Who isn't? And I want you to play this gig. And here's 30 songs. When's the gig? It's Saturday. Awesome. It's Tuesday. So then you <laughs> fucking go to work, you know, yeah. and you start yeah, yeah. listening and yeah. it's all you listen to between Tuesday and Saturday. Yeah. On the way to the gig, you got your headphones on and you're looking at your charts to make sure it's right. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's two, it's twofold. One, you don't want to fuck up the gig for the person because they took the time to call you. So honor them and respect them enough to be like, okay, I'll learn your shit. And two, you want to get called again or somebody in that band might call you for another gig. Yeah. You know, and that's how that kind of worked out. So the homework thing has been ingrained in me for a long, long time, mm -hmm. but especially since I moved here, you know, yeah. and like, you know, the first time I played with Alan Hill in, in the oldies band, um, I'd known those songs for years. So, the only thing I had to do was kind of catch his nuances with them. You know, like, you know, there's that song, um, double shot of my baby's love. And, and, you know, the, the, the ride symbol has this like, did it ding, 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 ding. And I just knew that from listening to the song. So when I played it, the band turned around like, what the fuck? Like, never in, heard in a good that. way. They never heard that before. Yeah. Because that's how the song goes. You know, yeah. Kind of a thing. And when you guys call me, I mean, you, you gave me, uh, you know, Mike was kind enough to send me like, um, the tracks for it. So I just started, you know, again, listening listening and the challenging thing about your guys's stuff though is that it does turn on a dime it's mm -hmm. you know every song could have three other songs to it it's not i don't right. want i don't want to say it's like classical music but it's in the <laughs> sense that it's like there are sections and there and every second is important yeah and of course going up to that thing and and Greeley, um i didn't know what it was and i i knew that uh, in omaha we're playing for some hometown fans and I didn't want to fuck up that gig. So, yeah, you know, I'd really tried to work super hard at it. And then once I did, I was like, I want to do this, you know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but, and you know, the studio too is a different thing because, you know, time is money in the studio. 
a gig is three hours long and you have a chance to, you know, fail and, and pick yourself up and remember for the next time that, Oh yeah, this part goes like that. But in the studio, it's like, everyone's listening. The machine yeah. is listening and, and, and you want to get the perfect take every single time you play it. Yeah. Well, but we, we don't take, we, we, we uh, you know, we don't take it lightly, but we also, we, we, you know, we record it live. Paul, Paul has a very organic approach to recording yeah. uh, at BB gun studios. So, Eric's played at the studio many, many times. So he's familiar with it. Chad and I have recorded there also a lot. So not near as much as you, but we've, we're, we're all comfortable there. We all like Paul. Uh, don't tell him we said that. No, uh, we got to keep <laughs> that the wrong idea, but yeah, but the, uh, so the, the, that process was easy and playing with you in the studio was easy. I didn't know it was going to be easy because we hadn't, we were, we're, we finished, we finished what we had intended to do. We're going to release a single by the way. Nice. And the first thing we did was we recorded a single with Eric and, um, we, uh, so, so we got the done kind of fast Then we did another take and another take. And we just wanted to make sure that we had, had everything because a lot of times when you record, you, 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 you might miss something or something can, can be done a little bit better. So we, 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 we did a few takes and then we were still, under under the time that we had allotted ourselves so we did another one and another one and so we were able to go in there and do you know do great great work mm -hmm. fast and uh, I, I i've changed my playing and my approach to some of these songs because of what you bring oh and uh, yeah <laughs> and uh, chad's ha chad has to do the same thing we have to retool our uh our approach to how we bring this, not because we're changing up the songs. We're just, we're, uh, and we do it every time we change. Remember, we kind of play to the strength of that person. So, so blackguards has changed. I don't even know how many times Chad's got a better memory of the versions of these songs that we've done throughout the years, because, mm -hmm. uh, cause I just tend to throw it out. Right. And, and then when somebody comes and subs with us and we play with that person again, it, it, it kind of comes back to us on stage yeah but in the studio it was a real easy to to change the stuff and and again mm -hmm. saying that you're playing to somebody's strengths meaning that you, you you're not because we've done this before we've had to dumb songs down because we don't you know somebody doesn't know the material or we're you know so you, you have to take stuff out you have to make it very remedial that's not what we're doing we're adding more yeah to, you know more new stuff because you don't want you know, Mike wants his parts as Mike's parts. You want your parts as your part. But you, you, you just, you know, both two completely different drummers with two different approaches. But we still have the same fire that mm. we, you know, yeah, that we that 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 we. So, so you're, uh, I, you, you have endorsements with. Uh, so yeah, the endorsement thing has just been. I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of people in the business through stuff that I do. I, you know, I, I work with the, a group called the Percussive Arts Society, which sounds very snooty, and and I guess. I guess partially, sometimes it can be, um, but I'm the uh, drum set committee chairman for them. So I'm in charge of, um, we have a yearly convention and I'm in charge of getting all the drum set artists to, you know, I work with the, my committee, but I work with the companies that, um, you know, these players play for. And, you know, I've been doing that since ooh, 2009, maybe. Yeah. Really? Is, it, is it based somewhere or is it just floating? The home in, base is uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana, okay. which we should play. We should play there sometime. Yes. Um, we're playing Fort Wayne. Is that close? Uh, it's in the tour, state. Tour, yeah. I mean, the states aren't very big up there. No, you know, no. After Texas, small. yeah, After everything's, Texas, everything's, everything's the size of Delaware. Exactly. 
Um, so I've been lucky enough to meet um, people. Actually, you know, the very first endorsement deal I got was when Promark Sticks were still here. I was teaching at a school, and one of my students wrote them just a blind letter and said, you should endorse my teacher. He's cool. So that was basically what the letter said. <laughs> and then I met I met the lady, Stacy Stokes, who's actually uh, a friend, and she's married to a, a, a good friend of mine. Um, she We met at a random teacher's convention. She's like, are you Eric? I'm like, yeah. She's like, somebody wrote a letter. Anyway, so I got Promark sticks, but then Promark moved, and it's fine. We'll talk about that later. Different, different <laughs> podcast. Anyway, so I've been lucky enough to be in the business long enough to meet people and work with people and build up relationships with them. And, and through that, I've been able, lucky enough to get support from them for what I do, which is play drums. So, yeah. um, the endorsements, um, are, uh, DW drums. Um, my buddy, Jules Thomas works for them and, she, and she's great. Um, Sabian symbols, her fiance, Chris Stanky, uh, works for them and he's been super, super nice. Uh, Vic Firth drumsticks, Remo heads, uh, who else? Humisenberg, uh, cases, Prologics, um, practice pads, and I just got this company called Simpad, um, which is very some very nice people. They make these kind of like um, like cymbal felts, yeah. but they're not felt, and they basically make your cymbals sound better. So, excuse me, God, I too much coffee this morning. So, no such thing. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's so, right. yeah, that's wonderful. So, some, yeah. I mean, some of the best companies in the world. Yeah, you know, I mean, DW Sabian, Vic Firth, and Remo. I mean, those are like the the, the four biggest. Um, you know, musical instrument companies and yeah. in, the, in the percussion world. And all those guys are, all those guys and gals are, are great and they're super nice. And I'm just a guy who plays gigs. I'm not on tour. I'm not, I'm not doing the fucking internet thing like those other assholes yeah. are doing, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but I, you know, I think that they recognize that because of my affiliation with percussive arts, because I play all the time, they're happy to support me and I'm happy to, you know, scream from the rooftops how much I enjoy their products. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's wonderful to have. Yeah, Mike had SJC drums, and uh, yeah, I know those guys. Those guys are good, nice guys. really good guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we 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 were appreciate. We really appreciate them. Um, but we'll also be, uh, you know, we'll be we'll be talking about those. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't even told any 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 of those guys that I'm um, joining this the blackguards, and I, I think they'll be excited once they see the schedule. And you know, if we get a chance to get out that way, we can also you know invite them to the shows. They, yes. they normally come. Yeah, actually, Chris. When I was playing with Jesse Dayton one time, uh, we were out in California, and I invited Chris from Sabian to come out, and he came out and he videotaped us and put it on the Sabian Beautiful. site and got it like you know, hundred thousand people looking at us. Beautiful, so it was kind of fun. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, so part of the part of the 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 today's uh, snippy cast is the uh, you know uh, basically that we <laughs> Chad and I were actually sitting down with a couple of different drummers and we're looking through, you know, uh, you know, this person, that person and uh, audition, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, we, you know, it was when we did, you know, talk to, but, uh, we played with there a couple more times and called at Chad and, uh, like, man, this is just no contest. And it's yeah. just, it's, it, you know, it, it, it was kind of a, it, it, it's one of those things where, man, you know, you just don't want to leave any stone unturned, but then you realize that, yeah, you can, un, you can keep looking under stones or you can just go find the rock. We found the rock, you know, and it right. was, it was, it was immediate. So anyway, so this, this particular broadcast, we were excited to introduce Eric as the new drummer. And, uh, just, you know, like I say, just not only from the recordings and from the, the gigs and from being able to come in and help us out of a bind, too, because we were going to be 
we were going to be canceling shows. And we usually keep January pretty light because we wanted to hit this. We wanted January was going to be the recording month. And then, of course, the news from Mike hit in December and, you know, so on and so forth. I still didn't go. I knew that something was going to happen. Didn't know what it was going to happen, what right. was going to happen. But we kind of had this thing, you know, we know Eric's, you know, here. And worst case, we could get him to record because Mike does not, does not the time. And, you know, you want to just be able to, because we did three, four days back to back to back to back. We did the, the rehearsal and we did the studio. We did all yeah. kinds of stuff. So it was just, it just, it just never stopped. And like Chad said, the fact that you do your homework, which is unheard of in night and you wouldn't believe this, but this is 98, 97 ish percent of musicians will not learn your stuff. I can't fucking believe that. This, but we've, we've been in that. We've been in this situation where you're in the room <laughs> and you're looking at the person and you go, did you, I mean, not did you, forget about the time it takes to make, to, to, to make the, the recordings and send MP3 files or that's what we do now. But back in the day we were making t- tapes and uh, CDs and, um, smoke signals and just whatever you could do to get the thing across, you know, and then they show up in the room and go, Oh, let's just wing it. <laughs> no, not, yeah, we, yeah. not with what we're doing. Not and, what you guys do. And, and, and what, and we love to, we love to, you know, we love to introduce, uh, t- uh, you know, people to, to, to new music, but we also love to introduce good people to, to the people that are coming out to the show. You're taking time out of your night to come and see us. You, you know, there's a million other bands to come see and you come and see us, you know, yeah, we're going to give you, we're going to give you a show and we're not going to, you know, so, so it was that, that, that was, there yeah, was just so many. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just, it, that just boggles my mind that, you know, do, do you want to play music? Yeah. Did you do your homework? No. <laughs> then, then you don't you want to play. The disconnect? Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. Yeah. You're just not going to be like, Blackguards is not, it's not a blues band. Yeah. It's not a country band. Yeah. It's not a rock band. It's not even an Irish band. It's, it's, it's a mix of maybe all that stuff put together. Yeah. But the way you guys turn on a dime, you know, that's why I had to t- kind of tell, I felt really bad about telling Alan, who's a, one of my, probably my best friend. And I just said, Hey, you know, uh, I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to play with, with Blackguards now. And, and, uh, you know, they got a pretty hefty schedule and, and, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. But, <laughs> you know, I can't really sub that gig out. You know, I mean, if, if, if something comes up where I need, I've seen needs like an emergency or whatever like that, and hopefully Mike would, would be happy yeah. to happy to, I mean, sure he'd be great. And he's, he's a wonderful drummer. And, you know, I mean, listening to him play on these songs has really been a treat because I can learn his approach and he's been playing these songs and, and going through all the changes for so many years, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a, you know, tribute to how great he is to learn those parts, you know, and to be able to kind of, emulate what he's done and also kind of put my spin on it, you know, and that, yeah. that's, that's, that, that's a tribute to how, what a, what a great musician he is. Yeah. But I had to tell Alan, I'm just like, I, I'm putting my eggs in this basket and I can't sub out. So that's, yeah. that's, and, but that's, the, that's also the challenge of the, this business, you know, you know, I'm so, I'm so used to being in bands where you can sub out, like, you know, even the derailers of the oldies band or whatever band I've ever played for, you know, it's pretty straight ahead stuff. So it's easy to call somebody that's, in the same genre and competent and, just, and, just, and can comp that, comp, yeah. you know, cut that vibe. Mm-hmm. But this band obviously is a little bit more, uh, uh, challenging. You know, if you, if you saw the notes that I made on all these songs, you'd be flabbergasted. Yeah. You know? I, well, I've yeah. seen you making notes. Yeah. And then, and then I look back at, I'm like, yeah, what does this actually mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three times hit change, <laughs> jig straight. 
I don't even know what that means anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's just to kind of keep me, you know, for, to look at it to kind of keep me on track. But it's, you know, you, you know, the greatest musical tool you have is your ears. I yeah, mean, it really, really is. I mean, and just listening to the stuff is is the is the first step. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we we were it was in 2017 the the weekend that we played with you up in Nebraska. Yeah, that uh, I think we played, and I'm sure you were doing this before that. But the moment I remember is we we played the one show in Omaha, and then we we're driving to Greeley. Yeah, I think that was the order. But yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, was Omaha, Omaha first. first yeah. yeah, yeah. And you and I are sitting in the back, and and uh, I think Patrick called back to you and said, "Hey, Eric," and you're like, "Hmm." <laughs> Yeah, because you got your earbuds in and you've yeah. got your notes out and you're. I was listening, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You were working. I don't want to mess that up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like you know, and and I remember I would turn. I think I would I'd turn to you or Wes, be like, "Okay, I played these songs one time or a couple times because of rehearsal and 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 the gig." I go pretend I have never played these songs before, like like looking for you guys to help me out with cues and stuff like that, which is monumental, especially in in this band to get a cue or a, I, got, I got some right there you know, monumental to get help like that, you know, and it's, and it's, it's very kind of you to, you know, to be like, okay, here comes the tomahawk chop and there goes the guitar neck or whatever. You know, that stuff is, is, is brilliant, you know, so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. I mean, and one of the reasons why, I mean, find, finding somebody like you to work with, would be, would, would have been delightful at any point in our career, but from, uh, which was, I, I wrote about this when I was, I was writing about Mike leaving. Uh, I put a post on Facebook the other day and, and, the, and the, about the timing of when he came along, Patrick and I had gone through so much shit yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the year that, that led, led to us finally meeting him. Um, and it, cause it was not, it was, it just, we, every possible ridiculous audition you can imagine we had and <laughs> the wrong person being in the band for way too long and yeah. the right person having to leave <laughs> things like that. Well, that's challenging for any yeah, band. Yeah, exactly. I can only imagine. And Mike's been in the band for 11 years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, the history you guys have is, is not only is it deep, but it's poignant and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's important to, you know, the legacy of, of, you know, the blackguards, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it was so, 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 so many, many wonderful things about, about the audition and, you know, obviously the, 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 the bittersweet, you know, you know, we're thrilled that Mike's, you know, taken off and he's taken flight in his new job and just wonderful. Um, and we have we have a bunch of. <laughs> we, I was telling the lads before we started this today is that we. Uh, I was just going up the map, just contacting venue after venue, and then looking at the uh, looking at the calendar. And we have so much stuff booked from last year that it's really hard to put these tours together because you don't want to run back for a, you know. Instant, you know, we're doing a private party at a, you know in Austin on this one date, so we got to go out to. Uh, we have we have we have holes in uh, um, Illinois, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Wisconsin, uh, Missouri, and uh, I just talked to Kansas last night. So, well, we'd have to come out and do that, and then we'd have to come home and do some shows here, and then go back up, essentially the <laughs> same spot, and start again and finish mm. off the, you know. Rock and roll, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike was complaining about my, my, my lack of geography. Right. And, uh, and I, I beg to differ. I think it's a, I, I look at the map and, you know, and again, it's only, you know, it's only the size of my thumbnail, you know, from, from, you know, from Houston to Oklahoma. So that I'm going to drive it. be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to drive that, you know, and, and it's, you know, half the size of my finger to get to Wisconsin from here. So, you know what? We're going to drive that too. We're going to do it in the same, I, you know, I love to drive. 
I love it, I especially when, when we have a product to bring. You know, yeah, like yeah. I said, we're six songs deep in the uh, four, no, five songs five. deep in the record. Yeah. And, and no, it's six because I have, uh, there's another thing. But uh, we, so, so we're, we're, we're making huge strides in, in, the, in the CD uh, LP, uh, the, 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 that, that new thing. Mm. So we're going to have to go out and tour on it and we're going to have to go and, you know, you know, or poor us, you know, we're going to have to go and play for bring your music to the people, man. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, so, so we're all tried and true, you know, and we, we, we have the same kind of uh, uh, work ethic in that, you know, we were able to look at the calendar last week and say, we, you know, boom, 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 you know, uh, rehearse, 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 record, you know, record. Mm. And everybody's like, yeah, I'm game. You know, I've got an extra and, you know, looking at the clock, we're, we're under time instead of, uh, let's just call it a day. No, let's get more done. And it was just brilliant. So I mean, he's just starting off on the right foot. Mike is thrilled that we're doing it. Wes is thrilled. Mm-hmm. We haven't even seen Wes since he's, uh, you know, we, we, we announced that, uh, that he is, uh, he, he, he got engaged. His fiance, mm. she said yes. Yeah. And, uh, uh, just yeah. sucker born every minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brogan. <laughs> yeah. I'm teasing, of course. Yeah. You better They're say just that, jokes, bro. people. Yeah. Brogan's gonna, Brogan's gonna kick all our ass. Yeah. At least mine. She's gonna break your waxies. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, uh, we, uh, yeah. So, so, so just starting off on that, and it's, it's, it's been, um, eye opening, but it's also been invigorating too. I've never been more, like I said, we, we kind of kept, our schedule light for January because we wanted to record this record, this ever elusive record. But I've been writing every day. I've been writing as a, you know, be it just a riff or a, a verse in the chorus. It's been happening every single day. It's good. And yeah, it's to mm, the, yeah. You, you know, to, 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 to the credit of, you know, the band being able to, to kind of take care of the band and we, you know, and then people doing the homework. So it's just been, it, 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 it's so exciting that to, to, to be able to push that, push that boat out, if you will. And, and, uh, yeah, it's just the, the calendar looks like it's going to fill up. Um, we've, we've already got Ireland. Uh, I, I, I spoke to Cork yesterday. We've, we're, uh, mm-hmm. we've got holes on gigs in Ireland. We're going to do a bunch of new stuff this year. And Sweet. yeah, it's going to be yeah. an insane bloody year. I can't believe it's. You know, last year I was saying, oh, 2019 was fast and uh, 2020 seems to be taking its damn time. I like it. Yeah. You know? Excellent. I just, to say how, how blessed I feel that, that, you know, we're all men of a certain age at this point. <laughs> you know what I Careful. mean? <laughs> well, you know, episode number 50, we're all not, we're either like right on that number or very close to it. And the, the, to be at this point in our lives and to still have something like this to be, so excited about you know what i mean that that's that still feels new especially with with us that we've been doing this for 15 years and it still feels new and exciting to me at this point not me. which is <laughs> which is amazing i mean most bands don't even last you know two yeah. or three years and most bands don't haven't gone through the crap that we've gone through yeah and we've we're still here and we're still excited we're still ready rearing to go and 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 uh i'm I mean, excited that the fact that you <laughs> really really <laughs> has a lot to do with that at this point. Oh, no, that's very, very so, good. I appreciate that. I mean, well, Pat, Patrick has been in a, in a songwriting, um, uh, what's the word? Not kick. <laughs> songwriting. Uh, Jag. Yeah, something like that for, for about a year and a half now. It's like just all of a sudden, it was around the time you wrote Second Worst, I think was the first one we started playing out. And where, whereas, you know, before that, there was a very long period where we just 
we weren't doing your thing. Yeah. yeah we just, just, you know, just we're just doing our regular thing. Stuff. Yeah. So we're, 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 we're entering this new phase now that, that just didn't exist before. And like, like Patrick was saying, it's kind of snowballing now because the excitement level is like really, that's good. Really getting up there. And it's, it's, um, I, I just, I just love it. <laughs> yeah. I love well, the, the, right. like, no, no, you know, it's been such a long time, but everything that we've done really up until now, it's kind of hard to imagine any of those things not happening for us to get here mm. and, and for us to meet you. And, and uh, you know what I mean? Dreams and, do come true. <laughs> it could happen to you. I'm struggling to articulate myself, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. no, no, it's, I know. I totally dig it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, when, when, when change, change always happens. I mean, everything evolves, everything changes for reasons, uh, good and bad. And, you know, like, like you guys, I celebrate, you know, um, Mike's contribution, to the band and I celebrate, you know, this new chapter in his life. Yeah. It's an important chapter and it's, you know, we, you know, hundred percent support him. You know, I look back and, you know, I was, you know, I was teaching for a number of years at this, in the public school system, teaching band. And as soon as I quit that job and just started playing music, I was like, why the hell didn't I do this 10 years ago? And I was always scared of failure or I don't, I don't know what I was scared of. Like make, well, not making rent or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, the last two i guess two years or so year and a half or however long it's been i can't remember now because i've been has been just i don't want to use the fun makes it sound flippant but it's like it's just been this is what i wanted to do since i heard ringo when i was eight and picked up a tennis racket and played air guitar and then then obviously switched to drums you know it's something that i've always wanted to do and i finally feel like oh i'm at the right age mentally physically i'm still able to Mm -hmm. do it you know i don't feel I turned 50 and I don't feel bad at all. I feel yeah. good. I feel healthy. Um, <laughs> so I grabbed my gut. He's feeling pounds. himself right but, now. Um, but, you know, and the thing I like about Blackguards is that it gets me back to playing the kind of music that I like, kind of a more rock edge. I've been playing country for so fucking long. I just, I just, I'm, I'm wiped out yeah. with it. But, you know, like I leave those rehearsals and I felt like I had accomplished, like I had a workout, like I accomplished something, you yeah. know? And, I had a I'm playing with this band called the Derailers, which I'm about to leave. I've been playing with them for about a year now, and they're my transition band in, into Blackguards. But last night on this country dance hall gig, I found myself like doing some crazy ass fills because <laughs> of what we I play with you guys. I was like, I'm gonna try this fill right now in this like little two stepping country shuffle thing. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever it was. So. Did the guys react to it? No, they didn't give a shit. They didn't care. They're just like doing, they're just, they're just there, you know, wow. punching the clock. And I was just yeah, like, that man. was fun. I'm going to do that again. And yeah. I, was just yeah. I have to say though, time. I mean, as a, as a fan, as a Eric C. Hughes fan though, what? Uh, I, I, I never saw you play with the derailers, but I love that band. I'd seen them. I'd seen them a bunch. Man, when, they're 20, 26 years now. Yeah. been doing it. They've been doing it for a long, long time. Yeah fantastic band yeah. and again for, for as as wonderful as they are and i'm not even being pc here i'm just being this i'm just being pd <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh for as wonderful as they are it was still a it it, it still it, it, i i didn't see you play with them but it would uh, it would seem to me that it would be like eric c hughes with an anchor tied to him you know like well you, then that's we talked about you know playing for the song and yes. definitely in a country band, you're going to play for that song to keep people. And you're, I look at my job, it doesn't matter what band it is. Really, my, my main goal, especially in places that we play, is to make people move. Yes. And I don't mean like mm-hmm. emotionally. I mean like physically yeah. on the dance floor, especially in a, in a country situation. That, that, yeah. That, you want them m- out more there two-stepping and your beat is going to make them move. Oh, oh, without a doubt. However, having said that, though, 
I mean, when I played with, um, you know, I played with Jesse Dayton for a long time. I played with Mike Stinson for a long time. Mm-hmm. Those guys kind of get lumped in the Americana countryish kind of thing. Play with the derailers for a while now. I've always put my own spin on it, though. I've always done fills no that are that would probably get me fired from a more traditional. Jesse was just like you know, mostly Jesse was a three piece, so it, yes. and, and we were just kind of tearing it up anyway. So it didn't really matter. Mike was a drummer, so if I did something drumistic, he would he would say yes or no to it. And the derailers just kind of sort of didn't really care. I didn't overplay. Yeah, I haven't overplayed with them, but I've also like like I said before, if like the guitar player would or the piano player played a riff that was like, I would jump on that riff and kind of play it with them. Kind of mm. like a jazz situation. Yeah. Where yeah. Hitting, hitting, you know, hitting like, you know, it's a conversation, the, the shout chorus, kind of thing. It's, it is a conversation. You know, music is yeah. a conversation. Yeah. And if you, if you take that, if you take it and, and, and this is a musical term, uh, a lot of you kids won't understand it, but if you take a dump on the, on, on the song, you're going to, you, you know, everything just ends there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, you just, you just physically, you know, Pushed the put you know pushed everything away that everything but he had built and just you know and it, it's again it's that conversation. What's your favorite humming noise? You <laughs> you 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 don't or sound you don't have you don't want that you, you don't want that that uh, that cloud over the thing. You know you want to keep they want to keep that conversation going. But uh, but yeah. so I go back to the derailers and I, yeah. and I saw them many moons ago. Uh, in Houston and loved the band. I just, it just, just very, very, very just catchy and just good, great players. Everybody, uh, I couldn't see you playing with them, but then the affirmation was <laughs> when we were playing at, in this, in, in our practice room with, uh, with Eric and he put the, put the sticks on the floor, Tom, and he picked up his, his, you know, his little red towel and he dabbed his forehead and he goes, under his breath, he goes, finally playing the shit I'm supposed to play. Yeah, I know, no, <laughs> I thank was, you. That was the moment that I, yeah. that, 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 you know, Chad and I had, we had said a million times, even in the rehearsals, we'd said a hundred times to each other with no words, just body language and nods and, yeah. you know, and, and hair standing up and <laughs> eyebrows nearly, you know, coming off the back of your head. You, you just, you, you know, there were so many things unsaid that were just absolutely cemented in that. In, in that room, and it's just you know. It, it, again, it's a, it's. A, I spoke to Mike yesterday on the phone. We talked for an hour. Um, he was he was in traffic, uh, but uh, he had no choice. So, but we were talking <laughs> about the stuff, and he's just thrilled that. Uh, so 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 I, I'll say that too, because so by the time you hear this, um, you'll be everybody will be packing their bags, getting ready to come see us play with Eric this this whole weekend. We're doing Friday and Saturday, Sunday with Eric C Hughes on the drums. And uh, so we're really excited about kind of kicking this thing off and yeah. giving you a giving you a taste of of what's to come. And yeah. I, I, just, I couldn't be more I couldn't be more excited about it because it's 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 uh, you know obviously with Mike leaving its end of an era, but it's 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 uh, uh, it, it, it's uh, we've changed so much stuff. You, you know, not 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 even necessarily that noticeable, but you've it's just we we've changed it. We've we've you know relit. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's really changed. It's just, it's just kind of evolved, or it's, it's, it's like re-expressed. You know what I mean? I'm just say that because all those words mean change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has changed. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about because you're talking about how give Eric a raise. The, 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 the extent to which you do your homework and you learn, you play for the song. I have these parts that that have been crafted over years of of Mike and I playing, or the three of us playing these yeah. songs. You know, year year after year after year. Sure. And you've come in and you've 
you've jumped right in and you're, you're doing your thing, not in spite of, but, but with it, you know what I mean? So all my parts, I've, I've made some adjustments to what I'm playing for the most part though. I don't have to, because you've, you're playing in it, in the song, yeah, doing your own thing around it. And, and a lot of the parts sometimes are expressed like, there are certain things I'm playing that even make more sense to me now that because of the, because you're doing stuff to it that nobody's out now it's done before. Yeah. And that, that is really, that is what, and so the sense that, yeah, it is, it is new and different, but it's also for me, <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, just reassuringly familiar at the same time. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it, that, that means a lot to me. As a bass well, player. you know, as, as, as you being a bass player and me being a drummer, our relationship is, is more than, yeah. More yeah, than yeah. it is. It's, it has, it has to, uh, <coughs> dying over here yeah it has to be a little more than just two guys playing in a room you know it's like that's why i would turn to you a couple times like hey what are you playing on that yeah i want to make sure that we're locking up right so that we can give patrick the support that he needs mm-hmm. under what he's doing exactly. especially if um you know we end up doing a three-piece gig here and there or whatever you know we want to make sure that we that we're kind of all like firing on the cylinder so that the support is there because three-piece you know, I love I love playing in in a three piece setting, and I hope we get to do it. Yo, we, we will. Yeah. 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 We will <laughs> you know? too. Yeah. he's just and breaking news all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, uh, it's just it's uh, just that's why I said I hope we get to do it. Yeah, you know, that yeah, way yeah. I didn't say that we are doing it that way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I covered that up pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> just cut um, cut pace, Chad. Yeah, yeah but right. but the, but you know that I, that idea that if we're locked in, then Patrick can do what he's supposed to do, which exactly. is you know, yeah yeah melt faces right right. Yeah, but we we've we've already yes. Yeah, so, so no, we're absolutely we're absolutely going to be doing some three pieces as Wes is out of town. You know, lives out of town. We're not going to drag him in for for you know. We haven't been dragging him. In. We're just trying to get the 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 ba- the, the basic song framed and and ready because when yeah, I, I we, we were talking before the mics went on today. We were just talking about how this product has you know how the the the, the our delivery of this music now is is uh we we aren't um i i don't care what you say chad i i, I think we're changing it I, I think we're changing it immensely in that we're just uh uh you know it, it, it's kind of what you do when when you excuse me it's what i do when when it's a uh a situation like this is you're you're you you want to make sure that you're staying true to your you know you, you you're not you're you're not uh I won't mention any names, you know, some girly band with paint on your face that does a disco album after they did, uh, you know, an album with, you know, fire and blood and everything, you know, and then, you know, you was recorded live in a studio. Yeah. Yeah. Kiss Alive 2. Yeah. Yeah. Live in the studio. Yeah. But then I was fucking 11. I know. I know. Look, I'm not giving, I'm not giving any shit. I didn't even have any pubes then. Okay. Or did I? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know for a fact you did. Yeah. R. Kelly told me. Yeah. But we, um. You would know. We, uh, <laughs> we, uh, well, you know, we, you want to stay true to your, to your, you know, there's, there's nothing that drives me just more insane than, than, than the, well, we, we, we did a new direction and it, it and that's fine if the new direction has some of the weight mm. that you carried before, but when you don't, when you don't, you know, bring any of that stuff with you, then right. change your damn name. Don't, don't sell it to the yeah. people that are, 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 you know, you got to pull the Chris Gaines on that shit. Yeah. 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 Just put, yeah, exactly. You know, come about. out, you know, come out, come out, come out, just do it, whatever you got to do, but don't be the same. So, so we are trying to, we are trying, we're not trying, we're, we're staying exactly the same as we were. Uh, we're just 
it, it, it is, you know, we're, we're delivering it in a different, different way. Yeah. You know, and, okay. and uh, but, but again, God, that's a, that's a, that's a rabbit hole. Um, uh, so, so many, 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 many things to talk about. And, you know, we're, we're going to get to it. Uh, you know, the fact that Eric lives, uh, stone's throw from where I live. And, uh, um, we, we are, so, you know, we're going to be doing many podcasts, you know, we'll try to get Wes on here as well. Like I say, you know, with Wes out of town, we're not going to drag him in for, especially at this ungodly hour of the morning, um, bring, you know, bring, bring him in for, you know, an hour thing and then just yeah. and wander. But, um, so there's going to be many, many, many topics that we're going to cover, you know, throughout. Mm. Uh, so, so, um, again, Eric, what's your, what's your, um, What's your listen to? What's what's playing in your in your CD player in your car right now? What do you? What's your? What, Besides us, yeah. Thank all the blackguards. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. What do you listen to when you're at home? When you you know feed up or cleaning or uh, manscaping or? Um. Yeah, that's a that's a hard that's a hard question. Yeah. A difficult question. That's what, that's no, it's I, not. There's no you, wrong answers. You know, I pull out like um. You know, you know, Leslie, my partner, she has a ton of records. And uh, so I started getting back into, you know, having records again after selling mine when I was a kid, when, yeah. you know, all the time. So, so, I mean, I pull out, um, everything from Marshall Crenshaw's first record to lot, the live ghost, um, record, you know, those guys, ghost? Good, yeah. yeah, those guys are <laughs> open for maiden. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah. Those guys are nuts. Um, but you know, I just mo- mostly just some, some form of kind of rock yeah. type music, you know, I don't really. I don't want to listen to country anymore. Yeah. Jazz. Eh. I mean, you know, like I said, I went through my jazz phase back in the, the middle, late nineties. And then, but it served you well. I mean, it, yeah, it, no, it's, no. I mean, there's nothing wrong, you know, obviously nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, it's just, you know, and, and I can still talk to jazz history. I taught jazz history for a couple of years at a, at a, at a community college. And yeah. I, I like, I like jazz history. I taught rock history. You know, I, I, I'm a big historian. Yeah. Um, cool. and, and, uh, you know, when it comes to music and stuff like that. So, but you know, I really can't pinpoint what I, what I, that's what cool. I yeah, l- that's listen the... to. I mean, every, I mean, you know, I, I like the problem with me is that I kind of get stuck in a groove and I listen to the same thing over and yeah, over I mean, and over. Yeah, and we've again, talked about you know? that on the show before. Yeah. yeah. Like I have in the car, I have the, the Dio era Black Sabbath collection is four records. It's Heaven and Hell, Mob Rules, Live Evil, and the Dehumanizer record I told you guys about the other day. And those just when I'm driving back and forth to Austin to finish up these derailers, it's just in constant rotation. Yeah, you know, Vin, of listening to Vinny Appleseed. Vinny, I mean, God yeah. dang, come on. Yeah, I mean, one of my one of my idols, one of my heroes who I've been fortunate enough to meet and actually interview, and and that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, is yeah. there any? Uh video of that yeah on uh so um i used to work for a group called nam national Association of music merchants yeah. a big convention we have a friend at nam actually right now. this week um in in anaheim and i used to do interviews uh, oral history interviews for them we'd interview um we'd interview um everything from music store owners to manufacturers to artist reps to artists every you know everybody just to collect music oral history and so me being a drummer and me being at the show if i saw somebody then i would be like hey do you want to come do this interview and and Vinny and i hooked up finally i had met him one year and then i finally got him to do the interview and it was it was a dream come true i'm remembering now i have seen some of your interview footage it was yeah. years ago that yeah. i saw it but yeah well, I, 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 I will put these links in the show notes for the first yeah when i was on uh, i'll send them to you it's okay. a, it's a yeah. bunch yeah uh when i was I interviewed charlie pride a couple of years ago that was kind of cool 
Yeah, wow. Of all people, Charlie Pride. And the thing about Charlie Pride is we all know him, African-American country music singer, which is outstanding or whatever. But I just casually mentioned during the interview, we're about 15 minutes in, I said, so tell me a little bit about your baseball career. Because he was a professional baseball player before wow. he was a country singer. And maybe a lot of people don't know that. They just think he's this African-American guy that sings country music, you know? Yeah. Almost an hour later, we got back on the music track. I think wow. he was so excited that someone was asking about something other than <laughs> so cool. music. Somebody does their homework. We talked about baseball, baby, and it was so much fun. Anyway, so that, that's that's all, you know. But I have a bunch of links uh, of interviews. I don't have them, but Nam has them on right. the website. So I'll I'll send you like every link of every. But they're only like they're only like two or three minutes long. They're just yeah, snippets of, of, yeah. of what they what the interviews are. But um, you know, and the, I think the clip they used for Vinny was like kind of like the Greeley Omaha thing was like he had a, he got called to do the gig. Like Bill Ward dropped out of the tour and Vinny jumped in. Uh, it was on the heaven and hell tour and yeah. Vinny jumped in halfway through. So he's basically on the plane to the gig listening to, you know, cassettes or whatever yeah. and, and writing down the charts. And they play this outdoor thing in, in Hawaii and he put the charts, you know, up and it started to rain and the charts just melted because <laughs> it was like down to like magic marker or whatever. He's just like, well, here we go. Kind yeah. of, <laughs> and just kind of won the whole gig. So, and, so, so wow. what, so what, um, I know Ian Pace and Vinny App say you and I are, are, I, we were very similar. Oh, well, we didn't um, talk about influences that much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that where you're going with this? Well, I, I it was, <laughs> it, yeah, that was, that was an hour ago, but that's, a, yeah, no, that's the, <laughs> again, perfect form, perfect form. Vinny App say, and, uh, and Ian Pace, uh, huge early influence, not, not influences on me. Again, I, I just, I love, what was it about uh, Vinny that, that yeah. drew you to? So again, style? getting back to the thing I talked about songs, like hearing Dio's voice. I mean, good Lord. I mean, yeah. what a voice yeah. and, what, and what a loss. But, um, the first thing I heard was, um, the live evil record. Yes. And, and, and so it was like the, the Dio era stuff. And it was also the black Sabbath stuff, which I liked, you know, but, um, hearing the way Vinny, um, approached the songs, I mean, just the way he played, the sound of his drums was one thing, but, but, um, getting back to that thing, I talked about being improvisational when he would play his fills, they were, did they, to me above all the other metal stuff that was, I was listening to as a kid in the early eighties, his fills just sounded more improvisational. I don't want to use the word jazz, but they just sounded so uh, well thought out and well crafted. And so, and they would come at kind of sometimes random yeah. parts, not just like kind of like them, not as random as, as Mick Fleetwood. When Mick Fleetwood plays drum fills, uh, if you like Fleetwood Mac, which I, do, I don't, but I like Mick Fleetwood as a drummer because he plays yeah. drum fills in like really random spots. Yes. Like normally you play them at the end of the phrase or the end of the verse or the chorus. Measure three, there goes Mick doing this weird drum fill, and somehow it works for them. Mm-hmm. Vinny wasn't quite like that, but the the fills he does play were just like interesting. You wanted to learn them, yeah. Um, we do a lot a, of hand foot kind of stuff. You yeah, know? I, I couldn't understand how he played so slow, but yet with such dynamic, God. with such a you know. He, he, we talked about that in that interview, and I said. What's it like playing a lot of those, I call them sludge tempos because they're so fucking slow. And he he mentioned one song. He's like, yeah, we didn't do that with a click. And I was flabbergasted because it's just like the space between notes you could drive a trailer truck through. You know, yeah. it's just like, goo, gah, 
good. And to do that for six minutes at a time, I'm just yeah. like, without speeding up or slowing down. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we did it without a click. I'm like, well, that's tribute but to he's, how great again, he is. He's, you know? Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. And yeah. his brother, Carmine, Carmine Apiece. So okay. there's a funny story about that, too. There's Frank, Carmine, and Vinny, and they have a couple sisters. The boys all say their names differently. <laughs> Apathy Apiece, and what's the, what's the third Piche. one? Really? Yeah, Frank is, that, Frank is, is a the, piche, which is the way it's, I think it's supposed to be said in Italian. Yeah, Italian. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be right. Carmine a piece because I think people couldn't pronounce yeah, it correctly. Like, yeah, it's like and the Schmangi brothers. And Vinny's, Vinny's just like pronounced every syllable. Yeah. Apice. Vinny Apice. Yeah. And, uh, and if Carmine's the oldest, right? Uh, I can't remember if Frank or Carmine is the oldest, but okay. Carmine well, definitely, Car- definitely. Carmine, gets, for those who don't know, played with, played with Rod Stewart, which just floored me. And Coro, do you think I'm sexy? Do you think I know? Yeah. And he just and again you or says he did. <laughs> Carmine says a lot of things. Yeah, I well, I believe him. I believe him because I don't think that I don't think that uh, anybody. I mean, I, again, I just think that a drummer had a big heavy hand in that song. I just love it. I love that song. Oh my God, it's a disco song though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but Rod was Rod, but you know, but Carmine also played with you know Vanilla yeah. Fudge, Beck Bogart in a piece, Ted Nugent, uh, fucking Ozzy Osbourne yeah. for a, for a minute. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, a huge fan. But if Vinny, I've Vinny's seen, a better drummer. Yeah, I've seen him play. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I think, but yeah. just because of the way he plays. I, I, just I, because I, of the way. I'm, and, I'm and a one, big and one bass drum. I'm a he fan. Does of, shit I'm, with one yeah, bass drum. I'm a fan of Vinny because of I saw him play live a couple of times. Yeah, and then then you know that the studio stuff is true when you see the yeah. Play. And Ian Pace, then when I uh, when I watch Ian again, I've never seen him playing in concert. But his, the way that, uh, so uh, I, I learned about Ian Pace from Deep Purple. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that guy play drums, that's when I said, you know what, there's, you know, and, and, and he, like any great drummer, he really, he lights the fire for many, many, many more, you know, generations to come. Exactly. But Ian Pace, you're, what, what's your, what's your. The thing about Ian Pace that floors me has always been how fast his single strokes are. His single strokes are when you just play right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, like, like that. But his single stroke fills. And not a, and actually not a lot of like hand foot stuff. Yeah. Like, like, like Vinny does or Carmen does, you know, the, or John Bonham did a lot of the hand yes. foot kind of stuff. Um, but like just his single strokes and the way he maneuvered around that kit. Plus being a left-handed drummer, yes. obviously being, being an inspiration be- because of that. But yeah, like my favorite Deep Purple is that Highway Star song, man. And then Ian Gillian comes in screaming, "What?" Yeah, you know, it's like, "Oh my God, here it comes!" You know, you, yeah, you can't, yeah, just that unrelenting, you know. And I even like the stuff that you know they put out that record in the in the early mid eighties, uh, uh, Machine Head or something, yeah, or yeah. whatever that one was called, Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, I like that record. It was yeah. just like they 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 became super accessible to everybody. Yeah. And, Kind of poppy, but still, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. No, I can't. Fan. Yeah. yeah. If, if it's good music, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. So, um, yeah. uh, so influences, other influences. So as it kind of comes, you know, it kind of came in waves, you know, like every time you change your musical tastes or you move on to something different, you know, like I said, so, you know, it was, you know, it was Ringo. It was, it was Peter Chris. It was Neil Peart for a minute. You know, and I was like, well, I'm not going to play that kind of music, so I got to move on to something else. Yeah. And then, you know, um, you know, I got to college and then I discovered the Levon Helms and the Richie Haywards, those kind of groove guys. And then I was like, man, I want a groove like that. And then you go to grad school and then you find all the, I went to grad school and you find all the jazz guys. So I mean, I knew about these guys, but then you dig in deep to 
you know, the Max Roaches and the Philly Joe Joneses and, and, and the guys, like Elvin John, you know, like, who are these fucking people? Guys that really changed the, 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 the um, like as the styles of jazz change, just like rock and roll, as the styles of jazz change, the drumming change and the drumming was at the forefront of this kind of stuff. You know, Gene Krupa obviously is probably one of my biggest heroes because just he was the first like rock star, even back in the thirties with his hair waving and playing those drum solos and the way he played. I mean, I, every time I go to the drum convention, I go to the museum and they have one of Gene's kits there and I sit down and take a picture of myself with Gene's kit because, you know, you got to pay tribute to the guys, you know, and yeah. Gene, Buddy Rich, nah, fuck that guy. Gene Krupa's my guy. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys like Buddy Rich. I'm like, Buddy Rich did one thing, played Buddy Rich songs. Yeah. You know, and that's whatever. He he didn't like rock and roll. So, you know, and, and, and Gene didn't play a lot of rock and roll, but he was the first matinee idol. And it's like seeing a drummer be at the forefront of that live concert, the Benny Goodman at Carnegie Hall when he plays Sing, 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 and it goes on and it just keeps going for like 10 minutes long. That's fucking rock and roll. Yeah, right yeah, That's yeah. awesome. That's cool. Um, And then, you know, as as time went on, you know, I pick up like there's a guy named Ash Sohn from England who's a, a studio drummer. But the way he plays, I'm not going to play like that. But he's just an inspiration to be like, yeah, you hear his groove and you're just like, oh, my God, that groove just sounds so good. You know, uh, Nico, obviously, you know, even, you know, Bill Ward uh, is great. Like Dave Lombardo is a hero. I mean, the godfather of kind of double bass drumming. Yeah. You know, um, you know, there's so many there's so many great drummers out there. I can't yeah. I couldn't list them all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, I have guitar players who we've talked about this before the guitar players that I that I just absolutely love and that rock and roll would not be the same with and that are heroes of mine Eddie Van Halen uh uh Dimebag I would never play like that right. but again the stuff that they brought influenced all of rock you yeah. know yeah it makes you want to be a better player it makes you want to aspire to something higher than yeah. playing you know a, a blues jam yeah you know yeah and but also too you know I found you know you, you take snippets you can pull yeah. And, 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 you know, the best way to learn is to imitate yeah. and then create, and then using through that imitation, you create your own sound, you know, like even when we recorded, you know, the other day, I think back of all the recordings that I've had and my snare drum to me, to my ears, my snare drum sounds the same in all those recordings. So, and it's not as because I've recorded a different studio. So it's the way that I hear my snare drum, the way that I tune it, you know, and a good example of that is, um, speaking of Van Halen is Alex Van Halen. If you heard any song, and you heard his drum, you would know that it was him playing. Yeah. It's the way his drums sound. Yeah. So that's my little kudos to myself is that my snare drum sounds the same. Yeah. Oh, that's me playing drums on that. And I, Alex Van Halen, I don't know why he is not at the forefront of drummers. Uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I was never a, a Rush fan, never a Neil Peart fan, but I do respect what they do. And I will. <gasps> wow. Did, yeah. you have 18, yeah. did you have 18 different time signatures in a minute? Yeah. But. Are you getting laid though? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right now, no. Oh, oh, him. I mean, okay. rush. But uh, yeah. But uh, at any point. But uh, Alex Van Halen. Well, so yeah, he's one of those guys that we as drummers talk about. Like as you talk about all the big ones. And it's like, what about Alex? Holy crap, Alex yeah. Van Halen! Jesus Christ, I forget yeah. about you know him and Phil Rudd are the two guys that I always. Well, I'm not a huge Van Halen fan. I mean, I, I like their music, but I just was never like, yeah, like crazy about them. What did Jim Henkel say? It's like they took they took all the music out of rock. Took all the music out of rock. rock. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 but and Paul Beebe said that. But that I think that's a brilliant. Jim quote. Henkel said it first. Yeah, that is. But the, it's apt. I mean, it just it is apt. It, it's a hundred. 
those early Van Halen records and what Alex is playing on those records is some of the best drumming rock yes. drumming you'll ever hear. And but what and we talked about this on the show too. But we, what 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 Van Halen did was they brought women into the arenas. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was not that before that. You know. No, and, and you yeah. said about uh, Alex. Uh, excuse me. About Rush. Uh, about Rush. It's nothing but air drums and guys. In well, the, and even you think about you know maybe Led Zeppelin because you know Robert Plant had a certain, had a certain sex appeal. Uh, but not the not the Black Sabbaths, may, maybe not the Judas Priest, maybe not even the Iron Maidens were bringing. Yeah, maybe not. But but yeah, not bringing the chicks into the because it's like nothing. Metal is very much a male, yeah, dominated, yeah, world. But like you said, when Van Halen showed up, it's like wow, they're all they're all kind of good looking and they're all kind of charming. And of course, David Lee Roth. Yeah, I I, you know, I, I still maintain that, that best, fool has is ridiculous. The best, the best front man in rock. I, I've 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 never I've never been swayed. I just I I, I think I mean nobody can talk me out of the the the, the David Lee Roth fact. And no, he's definitely not the best singer on the planet. He'd probably be he'd probably rank pretty low. I saw some recent uh, uh, footage. I mean, last month, even I think it was last month that he did a House of Blues. They're they're doing a House of Blues Vegas. Residency and Van Halen is or he is David Lee Roth, okay. but they're doing the Van Halen oh. stuff. So he's got three, he's got two guitar players, bass player, and drummer, and uh, he a little, a little rough, extremely rough, yeah. And David Lee Roth, but yeah, he uh, he was uh, not being he he just can't deliver the vocals, but still uh, as a front man, and you know, of course, he can't do the kicks and the flips and the oh. but. As a front man, he's still, yeah, you know, he's still super charming. D- yeah, and, and, and commands. Yeah. Com- oh, yeah. You're eating out of his hand out yeah, of the yeah. first. The whole his hands are clean. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as far as the whole, <laughs> the whole spectrum, because it's not just about the vocals. Obviously, it's about stage presence and yeah, your interaction but, with the audience. Yeah, and, and, he, and stuff. yeah, he said, you know, he said that the that uh, such as such brings the party. He said, we are the party. And that's that's every Van Halen record, yeah. And 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 it, you just have you have to watch his his podcast, which I highly recommend. You have to you just drink a lot of coffee or shoot a lot of heroin before you watch it because you gotta you gotta keep up. He's not only an athlete, but his he's a he's a mental athlete. Yeah, I I heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast, and and it was it was long. It was definitely at least two car rides back and forth to yeah. Austin from gigs and. And yeah, super, just like, super, yeah. super animated. And, 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 and he has an anecdote and he, and, and, and he'll, he'll, he'll give you like Jim Hinkle's quote, Van Halen took all the music out and they just left the rock, which I think yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> but uh, David Lee Roth will come up with those one after another, after another, after. And if you give him the microphone, I, I think he's Irish. He's got to be Irish. You, you just don't give David Lee Roth a microphone unless you want to sit for a while. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it is. You know, yeah. um, crazy. Yeah. How are we doing? We're good. We're good? Yeah. Are we on time? Are we over 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're fine. We're not Carry even. One. We're, I mean. Oh, Wes is sending me a text about um, in-ears. In-ears? Yeah. Yeah. I I've, already got, I've already got like 25 recommendations from all, all, everybody else, so okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so the many 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 things to cover. Uh, obviously, we can you know uh, stay here all day and and cover every topic. At, you know, being that we're so close proximity, we'll have to you know do many of them before. But yeah. by the time you hear this, you'll be packing your bags, getting ready to come see us play with Eric C. Hughes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yep, Friday we will we will be at 
T-Bone Toms and Kima. True. Uh, 7 p.m. start, early start, all ooh. ages show. Huh? Uh, I said, ooh. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so definitely don't miss that. And then uh, Austin, got news for you. We we hinted at this a couple weeks ago. We're going to be playing in Buda, Texas uh, for the very, very first time at this place called Pinball's Kingdom, um, which is about 30 minutes south of Austin. And uh, so... Not that far. Huh? It's not that far. Not that no, far. it's not that far at all. That's, that's walking. Yeah, no. so we already know. There's we, we announced the show a couple weeks ago, so there's a lot of people we're really looking forward to seeing again for the first time in, in a while. Um, so don't miss that. And then Sunday, we're going to be at Bernhardt Winery down in Plantersville, Ooh. Texas. Uh, that's an early show. Yeah, that's very a early. Three o'clock start, a three thirty start. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's a seated, you know, indoor, indoor, indoor. So yeah. rain or shine, we got a. Uh, uh, if we got, but we we do. We got a lot of wonderful uh, dates coming up now. We're we're uh, we're adding to it uh, constantly. Like I said, when I'm talking to people from all over the map, literally and figuratively. Ooh. So we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be on the move here. Get in the van, yeah. yeah. And we're yeah. also Put your pie home. Get in the van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're also uh, still gonna have a, a big farewell show for Mike. Um, yes, which we will be announcing probably this week. Yes. So yeah, keep an eye out for that, uh, and definitely put it on your calendar because it's going to be a great. It's going to be a huge night. It's going to be yeah. so much fun. Yeah, we're we're even going to invite Mike. Yeah, he might even show up. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely, it's going to be really really cool. Um, yeah, one of many highlights of, of this year. I'm looking forward to. Um, not 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 Mike leaving, but uh, anyway, oh, you know, no, you said no. too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come yeah, again. Part. It's just it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Anyway, it's going to be like a party of just the, the extended family that this big old has. celebration. Yeah, yeah, from from everybody that that we've known for for years that that we've met with Mike and um, yeah, Mike's going to write the yeah. set list, so we don't yeah. know what's coming. We've got no, you know, he's just going to show up and uh, a pair of sticks, a smile, and a speedo. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, it's All clear right. that we've we could go on for hours, but uh, we will definitely have you on the show. Many, many times. Sweet. I think so. So there's clear, <laughs> it's clear that we've got many, many subjects to cover. Mm. Uh, so looking forward to that. Anyway, thank you for listening, you guys. Yeah. And also look for the Ireland information this week. Yeah. And also brand new to our site. We got the online oh, yes. store. So yes, we're we kicking do. that off. Yeah. And there's going to be stuff that you've never seen before on there, stuff that we've never seen on there before. And um, we're, 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 we're putting together a, we're putting together a nice little thing of inventory. So we're going to have uh we're going to have that up and running this week. So, um, yeah, tune in, go to the website and, uh, you know, remember to kiss your favorite drummer and, mm-hmm. you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're excited that Eric's on board and we're, we're, you know, we know where he lives. If you want to know where he lives too, you know, just, uh, come to a show. I'll tell you. Just, yeah. <laughs> looking, forward to, looking forward to meeting all the, all the fans too. Yeah. I know you guys have a, a great fan base and they're, they're loving people and they love you guys. So truly wonderful. Looking forward to. Yeah. Saying hello to everybody next time we play. Yeah. Which is soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couple of days. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And yeah. um, Eric, welcome. And Chad, thanks for all your hard work. You're welcome. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. <laughs>